Have you ever thought about how you'd pull off a museum heist? Would you sneak in under the cover of darkness? Would you escape by high-powered speedboat? Or would you just walk in and out of the building as if nothing ever happened? It's not a question that Sydney siders often consider, but sometime between the 9th of the 7th and early hours of the 8th of November, four rare animal skeletons, including a full hippopotamus skull dating back more than a century, were stolen from the University of Sydney's Haswell Teaching Museum. A month on, and the culprits have yet to be caught, which begs the question, where are the thieves? And more importantly, where are the bones? Acting Crime Manager from Inner West Police Command, Detective Acting Inspector Mark George, has been assigned to the case. Between 11am on Wednesday the 7th of November and 9.30am on Thursday the 8th of November, the full hippopotamus skull, the Hawksbill sea turtle skeleton with shell, Clay Loris skeleton and a full dog skeleton were stolen from the museum in Camperdown that was established at the campus in 1890. But even for an experienced senior officer like Detective George, the theft of rare and exotic animal bones from Australia's oldest university campus is an unusual assignment. It is unusual. Um, As I said, the the skeletons appear to date back to 1880, so they're quite old and they hold special value to the university. So we have detectives and other investigators looking into this case in the hope that we can recover the skeletons. Dr Jude Philp is the curator of the Maclean Museum at the University of Sydney. The museum staff and a team of dedicated students have been painstakingly cataloguing the Haswell collection as part of a program to digitise its contents for students and the public. Uh, We're a mixture of natural history, so mammals and fish and their insides, their outsides, their bits in um, jars and so on, as well as collections from across Pacific and Aboriginal Australia. But those dating to the turn of the 19th century are invaluable to the university's reputation as a hub for international research. We opened to the public in 1892, but the oldest parts of our collection are an insect collection that Alexander Maclay, colonial governor um, in the 1820s, brought with him from England. So some of our collection items are sort of in the 1760s, 1770s range. The items involved in the theft, a hippopotamus skull, a hawksbill sea turtle skeleton complete with a shell, a slow loris skeleton and a full dog skeleton were not on public display, but used exclusively for teaching purposes. According to Dr Philp, they provided invaluable hands-on experience for aspiring natural scientists. Across the university are a number of things that are used for teaching and um, Because the university has been established since 1855, some of those teaching collections have very old material in it, which is why these things um, involved in the theft were of the 1880s, 1890s. According to the police, the audacious heist occurred sometime between 11am on November 7th and 9.30am on November 8th. But it does appear the assailants made a quick getaway with campus security and a network of CCTV cameras on their tail, leaving behind three more skeletons in what was a quick and frantic escape. Detective Acting Inspector George again. They appear to have been left behind after the offenders have broken into the museum, along with some other items that are being forensically examined by specialist police. We're also looking into some closed-circuit television footage. But what to do with a hippopotamus skull? You can by no means take it to your local cash converters. And despite pawnbroker's reputation for an ask-no-questions attitude to whatever crosses the shop front door, Inspector George is confident that should any item surface within one of Sydney's pawnbrokers, police would be immediately informed. 
Yeah, they're not your everyday items like a television or a DVD player, which we would ordinarily hope that uh, pawnbrokers can identify at their shops and assist police with that kind of information. David King is one of Sydney's most prominent private investigators. He's seen everything from spousal disputes to stolen fine art in a career spanning over two decades. Well, you'd always examine the scene first. You've got to establish things like, uh, was it a true break and enter? Uh, Was it staged? Uh, Are there any signs of uh, false entry? Uh, You've got things like, is there security footage? Um, Is there... Uh, swipe card access to the areas, things like that are all the first things that come into it. And that's normally done on scene. David agrees with the police force in that items as unique and recognisable as those stolen from the collection would be practically impossible to offload to a pawnbroker. In his opinion, if the burglars have any intention of selling the skeletal remains, a buyer would have been set up long in advance and meticulously planned. The market here for something like this is, is next to zero. I, we, we'd be contacting ourselves as part of the investigation. We'd be contacting an industry expert to find out who would be uh, the likely people to receive this. And, you know, you're talking possibly collectors, but, you know, that's probably the limit of it, isn't it? So normally you would already have a sale uh, lined up in a circumstance like this. It's not really the sort of thing where you've just on a whim stolen it and then try to sell it on eBay. For David, all signs point to the stolen skeletons potentially falling victim to a practical joke. The skeletal remains have already been shown to be practically unsellable in Australia, leading David to believe an operation involving underground antique dealers, black-clad thieves and motion-sensing lasers is far less likely than a botched prank by students with lasting consequences. Uh, that would be very high on my list of uh, suspects, that's for sure, student would come into it because something like this has got a very limited use outside of the university. So it's more likely to be yahooing as opposed to a, a, a true crime. But where's the fun in that? Whilst an underground network of antique dealers ferrying stolen animal skeletons through the dinghy alleys and secret tunnels seems ridiculous, it's still a thought worth entertaining. John Albrecht is the managing director of Leonard Joel Auctioneers, one of the country's most prominent auction houses. In his experience, whilst pawnbrokers are heavily regulated, antique dealers and auctioneers enjoy an enormous amount of freedom in their industry. You know, that is an exceptionally good question. Um, the fact that the actual pawnbroking industry is an ancient one and a reasonably simple one and was maybe an easier one to regulate, I don't know. Obviously, the antiques an auction market is not a highly regulated market. Um, that's not uncommon even globally. This lack of regulation adds a further element of intrigue to the case, and Inspector George and his team of investigators are not ruling anything out, regardless of how far-fetched it may seem, in their pursuit of the Haswell Collection's uninvited skeletal enthusiasts. Certainly, obviously, around the world, there's antique stealers and, and those types of thefts occurring. Uh, we're unsure as to the motive of why these items were stolen in this instance, but we are taking this uh, theft very seriously. We have a number of investigators looking at various avenues to try and recover these stolen items. But what if there's more to this? While 2SER is in no way implying that staff or students from the University of Sydney are responsible for the theft, David King's 25-year career in private investigating has given him a rare perspective on cases such as this. And not um, uh, skeletons, that's for sure. We've had an issue with an art gallery and it was not uh, dissimilar, really, at the end of the day. 
turned out in that situation it was a staff member that was involved uh, and we were able to ascertain that as part of our investigation. But uh, I can't say we've had anything uh, relating to something as as left field as uh, skeletons. Such instances of museum artefacts being nabbed by staff is not without precedent in Australia, with one of the most well-known cases being a former Australian museum pest controller whose obsessive collection of fauna specimens led to the theft of more than 2,000 skulls, skins and skeletons between 1998 and 2003, according to records made available by the New South Wales District Court. Judge Peter Berman SC, who presided over the case in 2007, found the offender's theft to have caused an enormous amount of harm to the museum's reputation. Uh, it's quite... Uh you know, the percentage of these things uh, inside jobs are quite high, uh, particularly with more unusual items. You know, as you say, a hippopotamus skull, it's no easy move. Uh, but, you know, I have to admit, I've been uh, to a similar thing, like to a university outside of regular hours, and all the rooms are open, and you can wander around in there as, as much as you like, and, and there's nobody there. So it's not inconceivable that uh, it, it was just a spare-of-the-moment thing by some young It's just where I'm still leaning towards myself personally. Yahoo's, the bane of Australian academia. Sydney can be a remarkably tough town, and in the eternal words of crime author Raymond Chandler, seems like a nice neighbourhood to have bad habits in. While the missing skeletons are still on the loose, the question of where they are remains front of mind. From the murky world of black market antiques to the slightly less exciting reality of drunken hooliganism, the mystery truly writes itself. For Detective Acne Inspector Mark George, no stone will be left unturned in his pursuit of the bone-stealing banditos. But for the rest of us, we can only wait. In the meantime, if you or anyone you know has a confirmed sighting of a hippopotamus skull, the skeleton of a hawksbill sea turtle including its shell, the skeleton of a slow loris or that of a full dog... Don't hesitate to contact Crime Stoppers on 1800 333 000.